Do you love anime, gaming, movies, and discovering how your favorite pop culture affects everything you do? Then join us on Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. Every week you can listen in while we break down the latest pop culture news and dish on what new releases we can't get enough of. Whether you love movies, I'm going to tell you all about the uh, hopeful 4K re-release of Tron Legacy that happens. (laughs) (laughs) I'm right there with you. Or music. The music in this show is absolutely incredible. Or anime. And under this mask is another mask. (laughs) (laughs) You can discover your new favorites right here on The Anime Effect. Listen every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts, and watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or on the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life Podcast, and we have a very fabulous surprise visitor today and I say surprise because we didn't know until she was coming in until yesterday and we're so happy to have her we are here with Farah Abraham and her daughter Sophia welcome yes, thanks for having us yes yeah, Sophia is turning the big 10 so we're in NYC together we're loving it party on yes mm-hmm. all month long <laughs> yes I should have said surprise guests but Sophia is being very sweet and she's actually being quiet because she's she is chowing down yes. which I can totally understand and we're also here with our writer Jenna Lemoncelli what's up Jenna hey shout out <laughs> and our silent producer Nick what's up Nick Nick's in the house. Nick looks yeah. very tan. He was just on holiday. Oh in, my god, uh, holiday in Miami. Right? Oh Miami yeah. is. Been- was it Miami, Nick? Well, countdown yeah. till Super Bowl next year. I'll be there. Right. Well, yes. yes. We don't like to let him out of the house, but we were, <laughs> we were, the law. The law said we had to. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, boss yep. vibes. Love it. That's right. <laughs> so listen, Farah, you're in town because yes. um, X on the beach. The reunion is yeah, happening. Their first reunion ever. I'm very happy. You know, every time I'm a part of an MTV show or a VH1 is Viacom, you know, some good things happen for the shows that I'm a part of. So, yeah, their first reunion, and I will be stopping by and taking it over. Well, we expect that you'll take it over because you really did take over the show, too. Yeah. For real. You know, yes. I'm so happy that they gave me like a Farah, I don't know what was, some Farah party. Um, and it was very sweet. Um, you know, I got to meet the winners of like Survivor and Big Brother and these um, adults all came from many different places. So I'm happy to see how I guess the celebrity dynamics have changed over time in these housing like shows for the celebrities. So they really because yeah, you did you Celebrity know, Big Brother, right? Yeah, in UK yes. and I've done some for VH1, like a couple of Sarah. I mean, I've lived with a bunch of celebrities I put my fingers up like that um so this one was very different because I came from like ABC like different networks that's and right put them all together that's right. and um that's why I was open um I think to continue the journey on that um because I was 
actually told it was another dating show and it's I don't really know if you would call X on the beach a dating show. That's up to you guys. <laughs> well why yeah. did you why what convinced you to do it? Because I mean it could be really uncomfortable Look, to be was, there with your ex. Yeah, but I didn't know it was for And you exes. were there with Simon. Simon. Simon showed up. Yeah, Simon showed up. I think many people know him from I mean I broke up with him probably many of the times on Team That's Mom. right. <laughs> um, we, we saw. So how yeah, long did you guys actually date? You know, some people say we dated for like three years. I I really just am like maybe it was two. I mean, when I keep having to kick someone out of my life and break up with them. It was like on and off, right? Yeah, you just start like not even counting the time you're with people like that. Mm-hmm. So I just maybe say two years. But I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I can't have any regrets about it. But I think we all realized um, since now in the show, like – I'm de- I was definitely over him and he was out. <laughs> but we'll see more as the season unfolds because there's still a lot of lie detector tests and some fun other people showing up. What did you learn from that relationship? Because you just said I learned a lot. Yeah, I really learned a lot. And I, I'm not I'm not a man hater. Okay. Good. I, well, I'm glad to hear that. I just have to say that because I know a lot of guys just hear women say negative things, but this is just feedback. I just learned a lot about I mean, I've traveled all over the world. I've been, you know, celebrity feature at strip clubs and many other things. And I have seen the worst in the opposite sex. And I have seen the best. Um, I think dating someone for two years or whatever that was, I saw a lot of use of myself as a single mom. I just didn't understand a guy trying to use a single mom so much. It was just very eye opening. Mm-hmm. Um and so that you just felt came used. To, yeah, it just came to like money, friends. And really at the end of it, I just saw really how petty some person could be. And that does affect a mom and her daughter when they do date someone like that. And I maybe maybe people just don't think they affect, you know, kids and single parents. But when you date one, I think that's something to learn from. And I watch this unfold on Teen Mom with all of this. And I have to say, I think you handled it very well, which like I just Pac. dealing with yeah. what he he I, did and said. And it's just I'm I'm happy for you that that's over and that's yes. different and it's over in your I, life. It's a positive. I mean, everything's a positive. I'm not trying to, you know, I just think we need to think about how, yes, things do affect other people and um, your circumstances. So well, and thing is, is that you really as a single parent you have to think so carefully about anyone you date mm-hmm. and how it's going to affect yeah. Sophia and yeah. when you'd even introduce them to yes. Sophia. And it's, I mean, a lot of my single parent friends, you know, female or male, it's very like tricky with us dating. Um, and it's like, okay, so if I'm going to spend my time like this, or should I be waiting till after bedtime and then I go out and then I come, it's really a balancing act. So However, we're dating, running our companies and having our families and trying to put dating in there, it is a serious decision. And I think that's why I said I'm just taking I don't need to date. I'm if it fits in my life, it fits in. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I love that independence that you have, too. And you've always had that with your career yeah. and motherhood and everything like that. I, you know, I just like hit an end of a decade. And when it turned 2019, I got to look back on, you know, I think Sophia's um, father's loss to my life really was like, I don't know, I had an epiphany, guys. Like at his 10th anniversary of his car accident, like the whole family, I went to the Midwest, I was with them. You know, we really had like a different way of looking at 
life after loss and freedom and joy and still living. And I feel like now I'm, it's like, maybe I was attracting certain people and behaviors because I was like, maybe I'm not living through my life or maybe I won't live. And it's like, oh my God, we made it past 10 years. Like we are living, we are happy. It's a long time. Mm -hmm. And, And I think someone who never expected to lose someone who they also loved and had a child with, maybe I was just like going through a human condition of, is this what this is like? And I, I realized we could we could be doing it a little bit better. So I hope this next decade we just kind of like live more and not be sad and not hold ourselves back. And I think that's why I like to take my daughter and travel and show her new things. Because even when we're traveling, she's like, well, should I be looking at this? Should I be seeing this? Like, dad's not with us. I'm like, Aww. yes, Aww. we should. Um, so it's kind of just like some weird learning curves. And I think that's something with dating too. It's like, yeah, you do deserve mm-hmm. what you want and who well, you're looking for. And well, I, I think when you have that. such a traumatic loss, like what you yeah. had, I mean, that was a devastating loss and you were very yeah. young and you were pregnant. And I don't think that probably, I mean, it probably has taken you the 10 years to just realize the impact that had and the yeah. grieving. Mm-hmm. That's My normal, the like, grieving yeah, that I think it would take that long. Our grandparents were like, you know, and they go through their own, you know, they've been going through their own thing. Um, but they were just like, I don't think we really realize how much it impacted you and Sophia at that time with everything you were like, I always keep busy, try to stay out of travel, kind of, you know, stay focused. But they were like, that really actually was affecting you. And now that they, they're just like, oh, now we're seeing a little bit of a different recognition of it. So everyone who has lost someone, just don't be as rough on them when they're dating or making mistakes, especially if they're in the public eye, just kind of be more authentic to what they're going through and understanding of it's hard the human condition of loss and happiness it's like this whole cycle and however we do it we do it and that's very hard yeah and after that decade that you said you reflect on everything and you've i'm assumed you know reflected on how much you've grown and everything you also need to pat yourself on the back too because bonnie i was down there watching um her photo shoot and you you were such a good mom. I saw it in oh, literally you. like just a few minutes, the I way you were handling it. Sophia and, you know, having her incorporated in the photo shoot and in your life, like you've incorporated her in so many different things. Always. And as a single mother, like you have done stellar. For I appreciate real. it. I yeah. really do. It means the world. Yeah. And uh, I can never try. I think I feel like it's every day. You just try your hardest with being the best parent you can. We just have different challenges. No day is the same in our life because Sophia's online schooled and we're just different places. So we just keep on our mantras and helping our relationship and seeing how that goes. Well, and also you became a mom at a very young age and you also had 16 and up. That's (laughs) very, very young to become a mother and a single mother. And also, I mean, you had issues with your own parents. It's not like you had this family that was just so stable and also role models that you wanted to be exactly like. You had to forge your own path as to what type of mother you wanted to be. Yes. And I'm very proud of my parents. I think we've all grown so much. I have to say it's in big thanks to the therapists, the trauma therapists, and a lot of the counselors and people who I've had over the years. Because by shaping me and helping me see that I can't control other people, it's it's really been like, okay, if you can't help people connect with you better, then all you can do is use yourself as a tool to hopefully help the relationship. And that's kind of where, you know, I learned to 
sculpt and guide and help my parents grow because they are not open to change. After a certain age, some people are just like, no, this is my way. And that's kind of where my parents got. They hit that rock and it was just their way or the highway. And, you know, over like two birthdays last year, this year, like my mom is like totally different person. She's like, thank you so much for just changing a little bit of yourself. And it's helped me recognize how I need to change. And same way with my father. Um, so she's still, you know, she does her own therapy on her own. We did that um, show called Facing the Truth with Vivica Fox. And I don't know if that ever helps anyone face the truth. But um, they, she was like, okay, so since that was such a traumatic experience, we're giving you six months of therapy. Wow. And I was like. Whoa, that's worth its weight in gold. Right? I was like, well, that is is a good point you know because some of those shows are pretty nuts they'll shake up your family dynamics a bit um and it could be comedic or it could be really stressful um and so i was happy that they did that for my mom so So it was family therapy for six months yeah and so she's well we're still finishing that oh good yeah it hasn't been six months since then how would you say that your relationship to your mother in particular has changed since there was such tension between you well, there's been so much um, that has gone on from like, you know, childbirth to divorces to being remarried again for her. Um, and she still stays in the Midwest. She comes out and she visits. Um, to, she, you know, she's just gotten like a better sense of understanding to let us live our lives. There's no control. There's no telling us what to do. And she may not know really what to say. To like, you know, when I'm running my companies, she comes by to help, and sometimes her help doesn't really help. <laughs> so she learned that, you know, she has her expertise and her focus, and she just wants to be there and love on us. So it's really a good place. Um, and you know, you know, she sent Sophia birthday gifts, um, even though we can't be together. Maybe we'll see each other in LA, but you know, she's there as a grandma, and she understands like we're not going to fly in every year. We're not going to, you know, so she gets and she just supports everything. And life is pretty, pretty good. You she's guys have come a long lot. way. Yeah, yeah. she's changed oh, really, a lot. I've really changed long a lot. Way. I'm just very proud of my parents. And I'm very proud of our relationship now of where it is. Good, because we did see the struggles on Teen Mom of exactly what you just said. You trying to beg her to understand where you're coming from and lead yeah. you in your own path. I and think that's so like 2008. And, you know, we continue to get stuck in those rounds of, oh, I think I could fix this relationship like this. There's actually new ways of fixing your relationships. There's new ways of thinking. And you really just need to be open to trying it. And that's what I did. And honestly, less energy towards something is really the better. Well, you know, I I think what I find... um, inspiring is that a lot of people when they have problems with their parents Mm -hmm. just cut them off like they don't give them a chance to uh to grow the relationship or try and fix things and parents can do the same thing yes and so i do think that you're a great example of not doing that of continuing to work at your relationship because listen you only have one family that's right yeah and there's just ways of shaping it and if someone goes over your boundaries whether that's trying to overstep any boundary in any kind of way just lessen it so if like my mom for instance wanted to keep tagging me on all of her stuff on social (laughs) media and I was like mom I've told you many of times to stop that like I'm not trying to have like a family dynamic that goes back and forth online that does all these things online I feel like 
that's just not how I want to live my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I kind of blocked her for a little bit. And I'm like, you can message me. You can talk to me rather than telling people you've talked to me and you just put it on social media. Because for us and our bonding experience and our relationship, that was not going to work. That works for other celebrity family relationships. And I think that's inspirational to some degree, but it wasn't going to help us with ours. Yeah. Yes. Good to take it offline. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just, and now so, you guys are in a good place. It, yeah. it worked clearly. Yes. So what do you think, what do you expect to happen on the reunion X on the beach? Yeah. Reunion what can you tease? Show. Everyone keeps asking me like, <laughs> what well, do you expect? Well, of course, you know, the producers and executive, they don't tell me anything anymore, um, which I prefer. Um, cause I'm, I just like to be a surprise and just kind of enjoy whatever is there. I mean, I just said, cause I'm on probation. I literally am on probation right now for something so silly. Wait on the probation the network or uh, yeah, I'm on a probation network. It's a new oh, one. Okay. I just signed that contract <laughs> <laughs> and no, um, I'm on probation because of this, the Beverly Hills hotel. Oh, oh yeah. I, I call I, it a yeah. scenario because that would yeah. Hold my car, hold my phone, and attack me. I mean, the bear can only be poked so much. But I lived through it, and I got to do fifty hours of community service, and it really was good. And I actually feel like you know God puts you in weird situations, and I helped so many people doing my community service. What did you do for um, your community service? It was actually at Austin Animal Center, and I really met a lot of. Other people who were doing their community service, I mean, there was people who came from adoptive backgrounds and, you know, they have so many great things for their education and it's free. So it's I called was, Austin Animal Center? Yes. And is it in LA? Um, Austin, Texas. Oh, it is. You went yes. to Austin for Yeah. It. And I also just needed to get out of LA to complete it. I just mm-hmm. didn't think that was wise. So I went back to Austin where it's calmer. Um, but so among, you know, seeing a lot of animals and vets and everything like that and where I could help and what they needed, whether it's more yoga mats for their surgeries and everything else with the animals, because I love that. Yeah. What exactly did you do at the animal center? I mean, they just only had me do dishes and clothes. I'm like, I feel like I'm at home, you know, it was so <laughs> right? <laughs> but it's like the human beings who you get to meet, like whether they're adoptive backgrounds or I met other entrepreneurs who wanted some guidance. And I'm finishing this master class of mine. It's called Ambition into Reality for Entrepreneurs. Um, and I just got to guide them and they like loved it so much. Like they didn't know they were going to come in and have like a celebrity, like talk to them, be with them, um, show them some of my businesses there in Austin. It was really awesome. So you can just make connections where, with whatever and help so many people along the way. So it's cool that I was on probation, I guess. And that's inspiring in its own. Yeah. The relationships that you cultivated and yeah. things that you've seen and yes. stepping out of your comfort zone a little bit. And I mean, continuing to help them get like dogs adopted. Like I did a post while I was there. The next day, like half of the center was empty. Literally. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, wow. Because they you, had full, you they had full Instagrammed dog. about it. <laughs> yeah. They had full cages like over like tons of puppies. The next day, half of it was like completely gone, shut down. I was like, this is crazy. And it's also a no kill, which Good. is different than yes. most. So yes, those dogs were really adopted, really taken care of. Um, 
It was wild, guys. It's been wild. Well, I would have been tempted to adopt them all. Right? (laughs) They're so cute. A negative and two positive. I love that. Yes. So you, okay, so you're. Sorry if I got off on a tangent. Right, because we were talking about what to expect on the X on the beach reunion show. Oh, how did that go from that to probation? I have no idea. (laughs) Um Oh, well, they did. You know, I did go to a court thing in the show, and that's when they were like, free Farah, free Farah. Um, I wonder if they're going to have my signs there at the reunion special because I don't know what happened to them. I haven't seen them. Your free Farah signs. Yeah, and like some girl attacked them because she was being nuts. So, my gosh. Yeah, it's like weird. And also, it's like, even though I don't know what everyone's relationship is, I haven't really been in touch with anyone from the show. Like, you know, people are like, come on my podcast, come on, you know, be a part of my music videos, all this stuff. Uh, I just been focusing on my life. I just was like, I need to get far away from my ex and ex on the beach. <laughs> Cause I feel like it's going backward and I live so much in my present and forward. And that's why I was like, is this a dating show? Because, you know, they got me in there saying, like, you know, be open to love. This is dating. This is celebrity. Like, okay. Right, because you could date someone else's ex. Yeah, but right? I don't do that. You know, like, I'm not, like, it just seems for Jordan a recipe. Woods with, you know, <laughs> for all of her drama today. It's, like, incestual. You just made my day. <laughs> yeah, it's just, like, incestual stuff I'm not cool with. It's, like, eating someone's shit. I'm not cool <laughs> with it, you know? Hey, you got a point. No, but it's true. So... I mean, and then, you know, like the girls, they love that. Like if in the house they're like, oh, I got your man. Like some girls feed off that. So you got to ask yourself what kind of dater you are. Are you going to take someone else's man? Are you going to go find some new territory and hunt that out? I'm just one to not date anyone from my productions, anyone from like talent world, like no sports players, no entertainers. I mean, I'm open to probably dating like, a director or something of that nature because yeah. that's like that's over there I mean the highest I could go is like produce well maybe I do direct and do some of my own stuff but that's just you know they have to help you rise higher and I would say most of the the little pond that I swim in right now they do not help me rise higher so yeah I don't swim with that <laughs> Well, well that, put. <laughs> and have and would you like to date somebody I mean you said maybe a director but somebody who's just like not in the entertainment business at all. Just a business person. I guess I guess Simon was a business person. No. I mean, and that's another thing. Like, again, this master class that I, I have 20 videos up. I talk about all that from your family supporting you to who you're dating. I feel like you almost clash when you're an entrepreneur or a business person. The person who you're dating, it's like, I don't know if you girls have had the case of this, but this is what I get a lot. I get a lot of these guys who are self-made. They act like they're businessmen. And they just want to like shove it down my throat. And I could literally do the same thing, act like egotistical and crazy like they do. But I'm like, yeah, oh, well, self-made, doing it, loving it. I don't complain about anything anymore because I'm maybe I'm too old for that. (laughs) I just understand that it's very rigorous out there. If you want to be an entrepreneur, if you want to be the best business person, then don't taint the name of entrepreneur and self-made which I think when you complain all the time and when you act like you can't handle the stress of it, that irks me. Mm-hmm. And um, Sliman is what I'm going to call him. <laughs> That's he epic. He could not deal with business on a daily basis. I mean, in what way? In show, Why? Because of the stress? Uh, and Team Mom, they're like, you know, they show him coming in the kitchen and I'm like trying to do a million things at one time and he's just like in the way. 
And yes, I'm the bad person because I'm like, why aren't you helping me? Why aren't you yelling? <laughs> like, I'm like yelling at him. But it's like, you have to be able to help people be a team player, even if it's your company. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Like, there's just a lot of parts that you need to get your company done. And I don't think he's willing to be that team player all the time Mm -hmm. with his staff or even with him coming to help other bosses. So then it it sounds like you've ruled out a lot of people. No entertainers. It's okay. Yeah. (laughs) You're not looking. There is that that 1% that I tolerate. <laughs> and that's that's why I'm cool. I'm cool. I mean, I've had love of my life. I've had my daughter. I have, you know, a lot of things that people wait for, like in their 30s or 40s now. And it's okay. I'm grateful. Yeah, you're super independent. And you're focusing on yourself, your work. I mean, you just told us and before. Sophia. Yeah, and Sophia. Yeah. And you're not looking to date anyone right now. And it's really weird. It's really weird how he's just like set up to just be so strong minded. Like I'm about this strong journey. But that's just how it was. That's just how I am. And you were I feel like you were kind of forced to grow up faster than a lot of people, too. Yeah. So your maturity level exudes a lot yeah. of people. Yes. Yeah. A lot of depth of letdowns, <laughs> but of a lot of highs of amazing things. So with all of that, hopefully we find someone great. Exactly. So you haven't given up on love uh, totally. I'm then. not giving up, but I just don't need to date. You know, I feel like my mom was very much like <laughs> she. My mom was like putting on um, like Christian marriage DVDs when she was over at my house, and like <laughs> she wasn't even engaged or married yet, but she was like <laughs> had this whole sphere of like I need to date, I need to, and I think that's good. Like good, it, that's good on you. But I also really like my alone time. Like, I like being alone. I like focusing. And I don't, like, I like to just turn on a date. Okay, here's a little app. Okay, I want to go on a date tonight. Oh, yeah, you mentioned you were on an app. Yeah, so Cove, you know, get some perks, see some new things. What's it called? Cove. How do you spell that? C-O-V-E. Super simple. I don't know why they call it Cove. I thought it had something to do with like water or yeah, like vacation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Beaches. <laughs> but they do give you like a black card for travel. You get perks. You get three months for free on that. Um, and I is get a it lot actually a, da- a dating Starbucks. app? Yeah. So it's like, here, I'm going to actually pull it up because who knows? I probably have like a million missed messages. <laughs> So oh, and by the way, I got kicked off Bumble. Like Bumble, you got what? kicked off <laughs> for doing nothing. I was just in the uh-huh. friend and like the business, but like they got a lot of people saying that I was like um like a fake profile. And I'm like, aren't celebrities all using Bumble? And yeah, they like kicked oh me off. Oh my gosh! So I was like, okay, and they didn't believe it was really you. Yeah, I'm so. like, so that was a mess. But now that I have Cove, <laughs> it's much easier. 
these guys have some really good things going for them, I would say, hopefully. And do they have a lot of people on there to choose from? Yeah, I would say, well, in the Bahamas where I was at, there was nobody in the Bahamas yet. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, I hope. Um, But Dubai, I was just in, um, Bali didn't have many. New York, though, has been really a hot spot for dating. (laughs) (laughs) Dating here must be wild, to say the least. So lots of guys on Bumble in New York. And what about LA? Yeah, Cove. Right. Okay, so look, this is cool. So it says exchange one more text to reach level two. So you get different levels. And guys can just send you like a gift of points. So you can go get a gift card too. Just They just send them. So the more you chat, the more perks you get from the app. Yes. But I still don't under like this guy for his name's Adrian. <laughs> and they're also timing you like you have Hi, time limits. Like I only have like five hours and four minutes and 16 seconds to get back to Adrian. Like there's a time. It's like, so oh, my it, gosh. So it encourages Cove encourages conversation yeah. and encourages you to get back and forth yes. with each other. But I don't get. OK, so this guy's like, awesome. Want to grab a drink with me Friday? Well, I'm gone, obviously. So no. But he's like texts me and then has a kissy face. And it's like, why would I text you when I could just keep talking to you in this and get more perks? Uh, <laughs> right. So I know how to play the dating game very well. I mean, if anyone, I've probably made the most money off of being single my whole life. <laughs> so <laughs> got to give it up to me for that. Hey, exactly. <laughs> right. Okay. So you're, you're not really on Cardi Cove. Cardi B is not going to hate on that. <laughs> She's like, grab that bag. <laughs> That's you're not, right. You're not on Cove to date. You're on Cove to make some get my some, perks yeah get some perks hey gotta <laughs> do what you, know, you gotta do it's when you least expect it that's when you're gonna meet somebody that's what they say girls i haven't been expecting it girl you but. and me both <laughs> <laughs> um, but i will say for sophia's father um i wasn't expecting that i was actually dating someone else at the time and i showed up it was my actual ex-girlfriend my best friend's boyfriend so like there's magical things that happen in our lives that are just, oh, it is starting to snow out. But then there's just times where you're like, okay, it's been 10 years. Like I haven't, I have given up. I have gone off the beaten path. <laughs> okay. So you've always so formed, you've it's always so formed silly. your own path though. Yeah. So like you, like you said, Bonnie, when she least expects it on her own path, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I've traveled the world and dated. I'm like, where is it going to happen? And by the way, there's no other, there's no other country that's like, meet your man. Like right now they're trying to sell um, Tel Aviv to all of us single women. They're like, here's your trips to Tel Aviv. Meet your man. It's like. So go to, so they're trying to. People are toying with the single women. That the (laughs) Israeli men are are desperate for women to come. (laughs) Is there more men there than women? Is it like a green card thing? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I I would watch watch that. Now, we do. I do go to workout classes. Like, I'm wearing this GoTech Studio stuff, too. I'm, like, all about the... Uh, I love those pants, like by the I way. like I work out. And plus, I think, you know, it's kind of more... Maybe guys are more attracted to the I work out, not workout look. Yep. Hey. <laughs> so I'm the trying that out. The look. And right? in X on the Beach on the house. So I was boxing all the time. I had my trainers coming. Which you look incredible. I, you know, I hope for this reunion special they do, like, a fun, like, boxing or... Like, I just want some fun games, really, for the reunion. I don't want people, like, storing on stage, oh, that's why I was talking about the probation, is because every time I'm on a reunion, like, the last reunion I showed up to, I think it was for Teen Mom, I think Amber, like, stormed on stage and tried to fight me. I'm like, guys, I'm on probation. I can't be having any of that. So, no. yeah. security. Um, and they understand how serious. When I am. will you be done with your probation? 
Is it two years? Yeah. And who puts an unrealistic probation time of two years on someone? By that, I mean, by that point, I'm going to be 30. Like, well, <laughs> so, I, how, so how far do you have to go still? Um, well, I don't even know when the time started. So I remember reading that. But I mean, that is a like, big deal. I don't know when the time has yeah. started, but I will obviously contact my lawyer about it. So, I mean, she just had her last like court thing for it. I didn't have to go to this one. So... Yeah, I mean, I, I just think it's a good thing anyways. It's like, sorry, guys, I can't come. Or sorry, if you're going to act like that, I can't do the show. Mm-hmm. Like, it's actually protected right. me from drama and bad things that I don't want, that I don't accept in my life. So it's actually, I mean, I like that I can use probation. There's always a positive to your negative. <laughs> right? For real. <laughs> Everything well, always works out. Yeah, well, that's a, that's um, a really good way to look at it. Chris Brown should have looked at it that way. <laughs> boy he kept like is he get, still on probation well I no he finally stops. got off probation but he got in so much trouble for not being good all the time on probation and mm-hmm. he ended up back in jail like oh. it took him like 10 years to get off probation you know what i'm proud about i have never had a mugshot like even though they try to put me in jail i'm like that's right girl. you're not gonna hear the end of this if you if you take me one step further <laughs> and i i think they just you know i can get a mouth problem when i want one and they're like, I think the cops like are so repulsed. They're like, they took my, like, I didn't want to get in the cop car. And I like beat the gu- back of the guy's uh, seat like senseless with my heels. I had these phenomenal heels from Europe on. <laughs> and I'm like, you picked the wrong night because these are like Brazilian. These are badass. <laughs> And then he's like, you need to take off your heels. You need to stop it. I'm like, you're evil. So I do, I, I do get like very single mom is loose, crazy when cops trying to like ruin my time. Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. But <laughs> well, no mugshot. Please, no mugshot. That's please right. don't have any run-ins with any more run-ins with cops. Oh, no. Yeah. No. I think they're <laughs> no. my friends. They're like Farah. Like here in New York, they're like, oh my god, it's Farah Abraham. Like I really they recognize in you. Park. The guy like freaked out. Yeah. They're like, can I have a photo for my wife? Like, you're going to put me in jail and your wife loves me? What? (laughs) Well, the cop here wasn't going to put you in jail. Those were the Beverly Hills cops. Right. (laughs) They're the bad boys. Oh, my gosh. So now you also did some partying with Sophia here for her 10th birthday. In New York, yeah. Here in New York. Oh, my God. The Plaza Hotel is one of our favorite places. The Palm, where you can have the best tea parties. It's such a good tea party place. Okay, so I do need to post this. Um, But Sophia had the best birthday cake it was an actual teapot um and it matched perfectly it matched so effortlessly um and it was an oreo cookie i think on the inside so mm, i'm hungry you, so yeah. mom's out there if you want some birthday cake ideas i've got to show you this cake it's amazing it sounds um like beauty and the beast you know mrs pot yeah it was. A mrs it was pot's big. cake mrs <laughs> pot's cake <laughs> And you I guys are going to celebrate when you're in L.A. too. You have another party planned. Yes. Well, Sophia had two birthday parties. So it was, yes, one at the plaza yesterday and then another one. And it had an ice cream cone at the top. I mean, waffles, Skittles, you name it. I mean, you can go dessert crazy. Sophia had a sugar high. <laughs> and then we went to see Lion King on Broadway. And that just woo, took the time, took her levels down. She passed out. <laughs> <laughs> Right, $500 a ticket and she's asleep. Yeah. I mean, how much did I spend yesterday? Who knows? God only knows. If it's birthdays and happiness, I'm so giving. 
Right. Well, <laughs> and listen, those are special only, moments. Yeah. And you only turn 10 once. You only turn 10 once. You're only going into tween once. Sophia's like really into her teen. It's like she is like, a tween. Leave me alone. I'm on my phone. Don't look at me. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like she was like tapping on her phone before. I was like, oh my God, she is a tween. It's yes. happening right before your eyes. I have to do like, I mean, justice is really multiplying off of the tween phase. Like she got five different gifts in different cities from justice. So justice. I don't know what it is, but when you it's like 10, 11, 12, 13, like that clothing store are taken over. Oh, it's like um, a clothing store named Justice. And oh, it's like super right. appealing, super cool, like all fun colors. I mean, everyone's into it. Yeah, I get it. OK. <laughs> now, in terms of of her education, because she yes. is when you said she's online educated, how do you yes. do that and how do you keep track of it? Yes. Um, for some of the other moms. So I looked at different programs There's some many different ones, a different states so some were like okay you have to have two years of public school before you can go here or private school or whatever so laurel springs is actually based in los angeles calabasas area um and there's a lot of different kids for an entertainment whatnot um it seemed to fit so that sophia had options and can you know whether it was filming or whatever she could do schoolwork. um i found that to be the best one i couldn't do traditional like at home schooling where I'm like sitting down and doing it with her. I almost couldn't run my companies when I tried that. So I did try it. Wasn't the best fit. If you have more time as a mom, at home school totally is awesome. Um, but online, she gets her, you know, her FaceTimes, her calls. She can text, oh, email see. with so the teacher direct. So she gets FaceTime with the teachers. Yeah. And they have like their once a month gatherings for kids. They have all of these clubs and then they have 24 seven tutors. So if she just oh, needs something at any time, cause sometimes the teachers don't have hours when we're on, um, she can literally ask them anything. So it's really been easy. There's like less drama, no bullying, no this, yeah. no that it's strictly let's focus for the betterment of Sophia, see what she needs. I'll bring it done. Um, and I don't always have to like, I kind of feel like too much of a mom, with schooling could almost ruin your relationship in a little bit of a way. So I try to be helpful and not overstep it. And do you, how does, how do you make sure she's doing her homework or assignments? So every day, um, you know, just to make them responsible and be held responsible. It's like, okay, where have we started? What's the goal for Where do you want to leave off? Okay. Let's kind of plan out our week. Um, sometimes it goes to plan. Sometimes it goes better. Sometimes it's not hitting where we need to go. So it's, it's a lot of trial and error throughout the year. I love that. <laughs> I, it seems like it's such an accommodable it source. It has been easy. It has been easier than I have ever thought. And what grade is she in now? Fourth. And then we're going to be going into fifth here soon. Oh, okay. And I'm excited for her like middle school and cause we toy with the idea of like, will we continue it after middle school into high school or will we have Sophia do high school? Clearly, for my high school experiences, I want to kind of avoid any further bullying that continues. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, 16 and pregnant, 16 and pregnant. Let's leave that in 16 <laughs> and pregnant. You know, Right, right. right. You, you don't want her repeating your pattern in that way. Yeah. And I think, you know, being around minds and social influences of, you know, birds and bees, you know, having a first boyfriend, those things, prom and all that. I think it's great. You can go to dances and you can do those things. But I don't think relationships at that time are important because people change so much. You don't know really who you're dating. Mm-hmm. Right. And I mean, I'm 28 and I don't, you know, if I tried to date people right now, I really feel like 
I don't think they know, they know who they are at our ages. And yeah. that is, that's why I'm like. It's still young. Yeah. I mean, it is still I young. I guess it is mm-hmm. still young for no, many. it is. Many, listen, here in New York, most women don't get married till they're 30. I well, would say on average. Well, one of my friends waited till she was 40. So she was always like, Farah, I think you're just, you grew up in a way of like so young. People change so much and they mm-hmm. do. And I see it even more. So that's why I'm a little bit like, I don't need a date. I don't think they know who they are yet. <laughs> so would you like to see Sophia um, go to college? Yeah, I think Sophia going to, I mean, she's owned her own store, her own companies and her own business, I think. So, you know, I think go to college for something that can help, you know, be totally different outside of what our family's accomplished. So I'm like, if that's a doctor or something that needs a college, I feel like, and it's honesty, I never really used the two of the degrees that I got. So I learned better from real world experiences, just being who I am and digging further. I So I just say to her, don't waste your college funds on something that you could have learned easily or what you already know. Mm-hmm. Go for something that actually challenges you and gets you further. Like if that's a PhD or a master's just to have it, just go and have it. So that's up to her if she wants to do it. Yeah, and she's 10 now. So she's going to figure things out as she goes yeah. along. Yeah, and if she's already owning her own companies, you never know what's going to hey, happen. But hey, she's owning her own companies. Maybe but then she wants there's to another get level. A, that's right. Maybe she wants to get an MBA. Yeah, you know? for and sure. she did. Could, and your I mean, mother got an yeah, MBA? Wow. Yeah. So she And she doesn't use it. So that's what I say is be careful with how you spend your time. Education is one of those things that you will dedicate a lot of your time. And if you don't know what you're doing, you need to figure out what you're going to do. And I just say that about education. Now, we saw in an interview you did yesterday, though, you don't think you want to have more kids. It just doesn't seem plausible right now. <laughs> <laughs> and you, did you see her abs downstairs in the photo shoot? I mean, look, I was very proud of myself this past year with the boxing. I mean, I had abs that I haven't seen since I was in soccer. <laughs> so, and, uh, yeah, I was very athletic. But I don't know. It's I mean, one of my girlfriends, she's adopting right now, and they're like – well, we don't really want to adopt a baby. We're going to adopt like the same age, you know, they're 10. So we're going to adopt a 10-year-old. Wow. She's like, you know, why go backwards and we could go forwards and just keep going? So like I'm open to adoption. I feel, again, like I don't want to necessarily go backward if it feels backwards. Okay. So if you were... Like you got to love someone a lot. You got to go through all that stuff. If I ever have a relationship again, yes, it's going to be a marriage. It's going to be everything couples do Mm -hmm. and so i don't know but if it's not the right thing i'm not going to make someone be there and head over to hulu this march where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long catch the award-winning movie poor things starring emma stone mark ruffalo and willem dafoe check out the new documentary freaknik the wildest party never told about the iconic atlanta street party and don't miss fx's shogun a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. You know, make them go through all that. Exactly. <laughs> so and it does sound like you're open. I'm always open. You're open. For the right situation. Yeah. Okay, well, that's good to be. Listen, like I never close the door. Good. Well, but I just know what I want, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if you you were saying, you know, about going forward and you were open to adoption and yeah. just to confirm, she's not adopting. But yeah. if you were to <laughs> adopt, would you know how consider going? How would you do it? Yeah. yeah. So it, and I think if anyone wants to play with variables with their time and their future, it's kind of like, OK, what if we wanted to do that? This is how we do it. I don't know if anyone got to see the movie Instant Family. That was amazing. Oh, yes. Instant family. Oh. Well, you know, they talk about like um, the other movie with Sandra Bullock where, you know, they just want to adopt the football player and have an ad. um, And then like instant family, they showed all of the different variables of adopting and different parents. And really it was comedic, but it was also very tragic because the girl who was living with them then wanted to run away, go back to her mom. I just grew up with a lot of people who were. All of my neighbors adopted. I think I grew up with over like 40, 40 kids who were in foster care and adopted. Um, and it was so – because we lived in huge homes. So like these four-story homes could take on like tons of tons of kids really. Um, and I saw the good and the bad. And I know how I would hope to help and guide and support someone's life if I adopted. And I know also how to be another mother again if I had another child again. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got great experience being a mom, so yeah, you could apply it again. I mean, I just like to help people, whether that's just doing like being an angel, helping them through their court system and stuff like that. I know I would dedicate some of my time to that in my future. Well, listen, it has been wonderful. <laughs> Sorry, we got off the topic of X on the Beach. It's so light, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> it's been wonderful to see you again, Farah, and yes. to meet Sophia in oh, person. Sophia's and real. And she's been so good. <laughs> Her hair is so sitting, beautiful. Yeah, yeah she's sitting it up. here. Hi, kitty. Um, well, well, you're you're doing this interview, and we will look forward to watching you on the X on the Beach reunion. Oh, it's going to um, be special. And when does that air? The first, the only. Um, that will probably be airing. I, I think there was twelve episodes. Maybe they got through eight episodes. Yeah, because it just started in December, so we have I some mean, episodes to long. go through. It's been taking a while. Um, I'm guessing if it's well, March is practically here, so I'm hoping by the end Upcoming. of March or maybe April. Cool. We'll let our yeah. readers know. Yes. It's coming. It's coming real strong. It's coming, <laughs> <laughs> and it's gonna be good. Yes. I I don't know. Ooh, I First hope reunion. my ex doesn't show up. Oh, I, oh, I have a feeling he The weather, will. he could not make it. Oh, that's true. There is a snowstorm. That could get you out of it. But <laughs> I have a feeling they like to have the ex. Have the ex things there. Up. Exactly. Well, thank you. Thank you. I love seeing you guys. Thank okay. you. Okay, come back again. 